Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! Are you guys really talking Alabama and national championship? As long as they're in the same conference with Florida and LSU, I don't care who the coach is, they're not going to be in the national championship run. In a season of chaos, the Crimson Tide of the conference. Constant excellence. Bama bludgeons the Buckeyes. And Saban steps past Paul Bryant with his seventh national championship. Well, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I don't think Mitch can keep up. It's a polarizing figure. There are people out there that believe that whatever Michigan does is tainted. It's up to you to decide, but hail, hail Michigan. They are the champions of college football 2023. If we don't hold each other accountable, what are we? We're cowards. Clint, welcome into the show. We had to play the oldie but the goodie with Saban's retirement, <laughs> and I had to uh, – I tried to talk you out of the Washington-Michigan uh, game the other day. I'm just saying I'm wrong more – more often than I'm right, but uh, I also get ridiculed when it happens. So here we are. Welcome. Yeah, man. What, what's going on? Well, look, I, as I've said before, man. I mean, in, in this business, um, I lean heavily into this belief that I, I, we we and and I get paid to to uh, to study to, to to keep up on what's going on and 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 to make a somewhat educated opinion and bring it to the people in an, in an entertaining way, not not to be right or, or or all the time or uh be hammered if i'm wrong so look i i felt like i still feel like I, there, there was some good reason behind doubting michigan um and it just so happened to be i was wrong they came out and they they uh they were lights out and they were the better football team and um we can get into the layers of of you know if michael Penix missing you know being being um uh, you know, hadn't been inaccurate all year long. Been, been arguably the most accurate passer all year long, and he missed a couple of big throws that mm-hmm. would change the game. And we, we can talk about all that we want to. At the end of the day, Michigan was a better football team, and uh, they are the national champions. And 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 once again, I was wrong in the semis and and the uh, the final. Well, so, you're you're not uh, alone. A lot of people no. felt that way. What I, what I'd rather focus. Yeah, what I'd rather focus. I was really Barrett Salee was a punk. He didn't even come on the show yesterday because I was going to roast him. But he backed out at the last minute. He allegedly had something else to do, but that's okay. Um, I appreciate you taking it like a man. I knew you would, so it's all good. And uh, the next time I screw up, they're going to beat the hell out of me, and it's okay. Uh, all right, so <laughs> I'd rather talk to you about what you think happens at Alabama because, Clint, as I was mentioning, you're, you're part of the reasoning of your saying you had your doubts about Alabama becoming the prominent program they once were back in the day with Bear Bryant uh, was because you just got done wearing them out during your career as a quarterback at Arkansas. So hopefully those days are coming back in the near future. I don't know if Mike Shula is available, but man, I'd love to get him back in, in uh, Tuscaloosa. What what do you expect to happen there? Because we all thought Lanning, maybe Sarkeesian. Apparently those guys aren't part of the mix. Who's a great fit there? You think? Man, that, that's a that's a really good question. I, you know, I, I I think 
Um, I don't know who the fit is. I don't know who the right. I like Lane Kiffin, to be honest with you, to, to, to go back there. But but everybody I'm hearing is is that, um, you know, he, he may have wore some folks thin that are still in, in decision-making positions at Alabama, and, and there's no way it's going to happen. I, I don't know. Uh, but I, I think I think he's as good as any. I, but, but you guys know this. I am a huge fan of the guy that consistently takes less and does more. Um, and, and what he's done at Ole Miss, um, well, I know there's some folks that are mad because he had won national titles, but the fact that every year I look up and they're in a they're they're in a New Year's six and and they're ranked in the top you know twelve or top ten, um, that is a huge accomplishment for for Ole Miss and and to to be there consistently and and again to do more with less to get there, I just believe that guy when you give him all the all the the uh, you know the advantages. Then all of a sudden, you know what's what's possible. Here, here's the reality, guys. That 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 I, I keep circling back to every time the saving things comes comes up is is Alabama is Alabama a team or or a, a program, a university, a state, if you will, that that can that has staying power without saving. I mean, because saving. Here's the deal, saving. Most most guy most people when you take over a program even if it is a program that's been winning consistently they take over a program and, and you can spot places where hey you know you can get better here you can get better there I mean the machine that Saban had built guys of, of him being the defensive mind he had built an offensive structure of where there's no the turnover at offensive play caller he, he lessened the impact minimized the impact as much as he could by having his offense and hiring coaches to run it. Um, he developed players better than anybody in the country. Um, he, he recruited better than anybody in the country. Um, and I wonder how much of that was Saban versus Alabama. That, um, yeah, that's a great point. That was my thinking when he went you know there. I mean? like, like, yeah. like that, Justin, that's just such a – like I, I, I looked at when Kirby Smart took over for Mark Rick at Georgia, and you could see, hey, man, you know, they've been really good. Some would say dominant, not national champions, but some would say dominant in the SEC. And it's it's they've always been good for a long time. But you could watch them and say, well, you could develop guys better, you could recruit a little bit better, you you could you could do some things, coach a little bit better, and and do some things, and they could take the next step. Um, I don't, I can't say that about Alabama guys. I can't say it about the state. I can't say it about the school. I can't say it about whoever the next coach is. I, I'm I, I'm really really i guess just curious to see how that all unfolds very much so it's an elite program and they have an elite coach and if you don't and we've seen texas and others fail with the wrong choices at head coach even lsu you know you're right there you we won a national title and you can't sustain it because you maybe got the wrong guy in the position so it happens, and but, but it, this that, is a key that's, hire. That's a perfect example, Justin. That's a perfect example of what I'm talking about, though. You look at LSU, whoever the coach is there can recruit out of an Escalade. He doesn't need, right. what did Bob Petrino say back in the day, access to five private jets made Arkansas a special place. Like, you, you can recruit, you can eat grass and recruit out of a damn limo and, <laughs> and win a national title. Yeah. You, can literally, you can literally chase married women around at the grocery store and and when or to stop and go wherever the hell where Orgeron was, um, I mean, you, it, and and win national titles. I just don't know that Alabama's a spot like that. Mm-hmm. Does, does that make sense? Like, sure. I, like I think, and I know I know Texas had a ten year drought, and 
And but you got schools like I think Florida State is one of them where Norvell is. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think you, you look at Texas. Um, I mean, there's there's Georgia obviously, and and Big Ten's country, Michigan and, and Ohio State. I mean, you, you plug in a decent coach that recruits decent, and you're gonna be you're gonna be in the in the conference championship title. And if you are, and, and at least in the game, yeah, in, in the, the conversation, and, yeah. and if you are, you're gonna be in the national championship. Is Bama that without Saban? Maybe not. They don't. They definitely do not have the recruiting base that the schools. I mean, like Texas, LSU, Florida State. You know, some of the other elites do. Georgia, but that coach will have the advantage of having a very, very stable foundation that will enable him to give give him some advantages sure. when he comes in and sure. to take over. He'll have a huge leg up, guys. But mm-hmm. the, the bottom line is, he can't walk into a recruit and do everything in NIL, which he w- he will be able to do everything in NIL that Saban was able to do. But then on top of that, Saban can throw the national championship ring, and he does this, by the way. I've heard stories, multiple stories, throw the national championships on the on on the rings on the counter and say, "Hey, everybody I've recruited at the University of Alabama." I guess that holds true until this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, you know, everybody that's put the uniform on it at some point in their three year career has won a, a title. Like that—that that is strong. Like if Kalen DeBoer takes that job, he can't—he can't say that, right? You know, the, the, the next guy can't say that. Uh, and the odds are the next guy's not going to develop players the way that he did. The odds are the next guy's not going to be able to handle offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator turnover the way that he did. I just—I just don't think that that I'm not positive. I mean, let me let me rephrase that. I'm not positive that Alabama is as powerful in existence as folks would like to believe it is without statement. I think that's probably yeah. a fair statement. I can't wait to see how it looks. All right, real quick, uh, before we let you go, Joe Flacco is about to be the second longest break between playoff starts in Super Bowl era history in the NFL behind only Doug Flutie. Nine years and three days between playoff starts for wow. Flacco. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, I am rooting for your Texans. How do you feel about the game this weekend against the league's number one total defense? Although they are back in the pack a bit in scoring defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't feel real good about it. I'll be honest with you. I, I feel better because I think that the game three weeks ago has people believing that Cleveland is just that much better than Houston. The reality of it is, Houston was missing both of their edge, their top edge rushers. Who aren't just edge rushers? They are, they are guys that play a huge chunk of snaps and play the run really well. Uh, they were obviously missing their quarterback. They're, they're clearly missing some receivers, which that's still the receiver situation still going to be a problem for Houston. Um, and, and look, I, I, I told you guys before it ever happened. I, I firmly believe in Joe Flacco. I've never disrespected Flacco the way that some people in this business do. Um, so I, I felt good about Joe Flacco and his ability to go out there. Now I don't think it's going to be a, a similar game to what we saw last time, where, where Amari Cooper breaks a, a Cleveland Brown record, goes for 250 yards, and Joe Flacco looks like he, he's back in his prime. I, I don't think that's what it looks like. D'Amico Ryan's will have answers. I think it's a better, a much better football game, but I still believe top to bottom um, that Cleveland is, is the better football team. I believe right now which I'm not real popular down here in Houston saying this right now, but I believe that Joe Flacco at 38 years old is a better quarterback, a more, um, uh, a bigger problem, let me say that, in, in the playoffs right now than C.J. Stroud is. Um, over a four-quarter span, you, if, yeah. if, if it comes down to one drive, one drive in the fourth quarter, give me C.J. Stroud all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. But in terms of in a playoff game, the guy's got 10 wins. He's been to a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's seen everything under the sun schematically that you can throw at him. 
if I'm if I'm betting four quarters, I'm taking Joe Flacco in that situation. So uh, I say all that to say I'm a little concerned for my Texas this week, man. I think Cleveland's a better football team. We'll be rooting for you guys. I appreciate the time, buddy. We'll talk to you on Monday. Get your thoughts on the weekend and look ahead to the Tampa game with hey, Philly. Yeah. Hey, hey, are you guys going to the Kansas City game? Hell no. no. Got <laughs> buddy, if they were playing that game in that condition here in Little Rock, I wouldn't go. With free tickets. With free I'm tickets. Yeah. Hey, Not man, unless I'm hey, going to sweep. Somebody's level somebody's to catch frostbite in them stands. Man, Buddy, that's what I'm saying. Clint, I'm literally worried about people. Like, people are going to like be hospitalized after mm-hmm. this game. I'm not joking. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> All right, boys. Y'all be good. All right, hey, buddy. Clint. Appreciate you. That's Clint Stern. Now, that's a prediction I will get behind. People are in big trouble sitting at that game. It's going to be bad news, man.